guys, welcome back to 20-fucking-something. It's me, your host, Michaela, coming back at you with another hot and spicy episode about a brand new topic that I'm really excited to talk about today. We have our first guest, um, and it's very exciting. So today's episode is going to be a little bit different because instead of talking about my experiences in my 20s, I'm going to be talking to a soon-to-be 20-year-old and what she expects to happen in her 20s. So if you want to keep listening, keep listening. If you don't, then cut it off on your fuck. But yeah, um, so yeah, that's going to be today's episode. Hey guys, um, as I said, there is a guest today. So guest, would you like to introduce yourself? Hi, my name is Gracie. I'm Michaela's sister, if you don't know. Uh, I'm 19 years old, about to turn 20. <laughs> Good, a mic drop there. <laughs> Mine's like, you're done, you're done. Um, yeah, so, Gracie, how do you feel about turning 20-fucking-something? I don't, okay, so I have this, like, weird, like, thought process about it, because, like, when you're younger and you're, like, growing up, you're like, oh, when I'm, like, when I'm 20, <laughs> when I'm 20, I'm going to be, like, a completely different person. I'm going to be, like, a, a grown-up and everything. But, like, now that I'm almost 20, I don't feel like, I don't I don't really know how to explain it. It's, like, you, you don't feel like you're, like, turning 20. Like, you don't feel like you're at, like, the, the thought. You, you don't feel like you're at the place that you thought you would be at when you were younger. Yeah. Um, fuck, I completely thought, I forgot my train of thought. I was literally going to ask you before we started talking about anything, um, are you familiar with this podcast? No. <laughs> you sent it in the group chat fake, and I was like... Fake fan, fake fan. <laughs> um, I never claimed to be a fan. <laughs> I know, it's kind of ironic that my first guest has never listened to me, but it's okay. Mm, I, you know, yeah. you supported my YouTube career. So, yeah. Um, I'm, yeah, we love that. So, yeah, um, Gracie is my younger sister by four years. Correct, correct. Yeah. Um, I'm almost 24. Aries season's coming up, bitches. Be ready. It's coming in hot this season. Pray for us all. Um, but like you said, you feel like you're you're not in the place where you thought you'd be. Yeah. When you turn twenty, and um, you're also like a young child. Yeah. So um, I wanted to hit on that, and I wanted to talk to you about: Do you feel like there's a certain expectation um, that you have to reach while in your twenties? because of, like, what me or Maddie did. Maddie's our older sister. She is 26. Like, okay. So, at first, I, like, always felt bad whenever, not bad, but, like, guilty, because, like, our parents would brag about you and Maddie and how well you're doing, and I'm like, I'm here, like, living at home, like, almost 20. Like, I feel like I'm not doing as much. And then the more I started thinking about it, I was like, why should I care if I'm not at, like, a certain level in my life that other people are at like everybody has different experiences everybody holds themselves accountable to different things just because I'm not in the same place that my older siblings are doesn't mean that I'm less worthy of anything that I have like I'm, I'm doing my best that I'm doing as much as I think I can do mm-hmm. and that's good enough for me and then I think that that that's good enough for everybody else like if you don't like it then like I don't care <laughs> like sucks for you <laughs> <laughs> so what exactly are you up to like these days what's going on in your life right now well right now I'm in school I'm taking online classes at NYU for theater production but I'm thinking about changing and doing a new program for um studio production which works more with like movies and tv shows because I think that that's more reliable Mm -hmm. of like a career choice than like theater because 
theater's not that reliable. Um, and I'm also, like, working. I put quotation marks around, like, working, because it's, like, not really work, but, like, I enjoy it, and it, I make money from it, but I, like, dog sit. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's what yeah, I'm doing. That's a pretty cool gig. Um, I... Do you have, like, any high expectations to refill your 20? Because, like, you still... Get, like, not trying to shit on you or anything, but, like, you still live... Uh, girl, wait, no problem. <laughs> Our dog is like, like, feature me. Um, you still live at home. Um, do you think in your twenties you will move out, or is that just like, <laughs> what is wrong with you? Um, <clears throat> I'm sorry. Uh, I think like, I don't know. I have this weird, like, thought process behind like moving out, which is like you like just because you live at home doesn't mean that you are like any less of what you are yeah like a lot of a lot of like I felt really guilty about it because I was like oh I still I like I'm living at home and then I don't know there's like a bad like stigma around living at home but like the more I think about it the more I'm like I'm I don't think I'm suitable to live by myself like that I forget things a lot like I just don't think it'd be healthy for me to eat. Yeah. <laughs> I forget to eat. Like, I'm guilty of, like, forgetting to eat. Like, I told you, I got very sick this week because... Oh, let me spill. <laughs> I got very sick this week because I skipped meals for three days, and I finally had my big meal, and my stomach was like, yeah, we're about to quit on you. Yeah, so I just don't, like, think... At least, like, right now, it would be smart for me to, like, try to venture out. Because mm-hmm. it seems like it would go downhill very easily so yeah um do you know your enneagram type no okay so mine (laughs) is a type seven and that means i'm futuristic so i'm always geared towards like the future um i have my five years plan my 10 year plan like you've known me my whole life or you you haven't known me my whole life (laughs) you've known me for like the last entirety of my life yeah (laughs) (laughs) um and you've known that i've always wanted to like be a designer and like i did that shit um so, do you have, like, any five-year plans, any goals for yourself that you want to accomplish within, um, I guess, your 20s? Like, do you have, like, anything that you that really sticks out to you that you're like, oh, I really want to accomplish this? Not really. Like, not, like, like uh, um, things that would help me, like, in life, but more, like, uh, happiness Mm-hmm. Like, I'm I'm more striving towards, like, being a happier and, like, more pleasant person to be around. So, like, just little things like that that I think would, like, be fun and, like, improve my mental health versus, like, anything that would improve, like, my fin- financial well-being or um things of that nature. Do you think that they go hand in hand? Because I definitely noticed that when I left, um, not that I, when I left, my hometown um here i noticed that my mental health got better but also i recognized where i can fix myself whereas like here i was so blind to all my issues i guess but now that i'm alone and i have a lot of time spent by myself um i do recognize that there's a lot of stuff that i need to work on yeah no like okay so i pretty much cut off everybody in my life like last summer (laughs) (laughs) yeah no I just cut out everybody in my life because there was just a lot of like pressure to be like a certain person when you're around other people and so I just pretty much like been hanging out with myself Mm -hmm. for since then and I've 
figured, like, everything that, like, negative that I hated about myself, I've, like, changed. Mm -hmm. Because I spent so much time with myself, and I'm like, if I'm going to spend all this time with myself, I might as well like myself. Yeah. So, I don't think that necessarily, like, living here means that, like, I'm not, like, looking at, like, who I am or evaluating who I am. Um, there are a lot of sm small-minded people that live here, but it's just a small town, so there's not much to expect, but, um, sorry, what was the rest of the question? I forgot. Uh, fuck, I forgot. <laughs> so, I asked, um, do you think when you, um, Oh, I remember. When you leave, you recognize yeah. a lot of your faults? Um, or, like, when you're alone? So, the thing about, like, leaving is, I get homesick really easily. Yeah. Like, being away from, like, like, my home, just, like rubs me the wrong way like i've never had a sense of home so no it's very hard for me to feel homesick. <laughs> <laughs> so like whenever i go like dog sit for like weeks at a time like and i don't come home i like get really sad i'm like i miss my home i miss like i miss it here so yeah. i don't like think i could leave this town and ever be as happy as i am in the town mm -hmm. which is kind of sad to yeah. some extent but i mean like if i resonate here as like my home then like I, I, like, it's not ass up. Yeah, it definitely took me a while. I say I don't get homesick, but it took me a while to actually be okay with um, finding a home outside of Goldsboro because I cried. Um, you, you drove with me to college, but I cried all my entirety to, to pick you up from high school to go to Greensboro because I was like, this is it. Like, I'm not, like, you're not going to be across the hall anymore. Alex, yeah. Alex's not going to be here. And it's weird because, like, one day you wake up and you realize as your siblings, like, you're never really going to have that same relationship you had growing up. Yeah. Um, but I, it's a, it's a growing curve. Like, it's hard because, like, I do miss you guys all the time. But, um, I feel like there, I associate stages of my life with growth. So, like, my stage right now I'm still in Greensboro but I feel like it's coming to an end and the fact that I'm still there I feel like I'm not growing at all so yeah yeah that's been kind of tough for me however I do recognize like when I leave um when I did leave I did grow a lot my mindset and not even that like um my first episode I did it was coming to terms like with myself and everything and um like when I like I don't I feel like I've grown a lot since I moved out of this house. I don't know if you've seen, like, my own personal growth. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, like, I was finally able to, like, be myself, you know, like, not be around, like, judgmental family members and judgmental close-minded people. Um, I felt like I was, I was able to, like, be who I'm going to be. Do you ever feel like staying here in Goldsboro makes you kind of tone yourself down a bit? No. Like, at the end of the day, I really don't care what people think about me. Literally, you have your own opinions about me. That's, like, if you don't like me, that's not a, that's not a me problem. I'm not your cup of tea. That's fine. Like, yeah. there's nothing that could, like, like, yeah, sometimes I get, like, anxious about what, like, certain situations, but it's not, like, a, like, a judgmental anxiousness. I don't really know how to explain it. It's just, like, anxiety about other people, but not about what they think about me. Yeah. I, that's the best way I can word it. I don't really understand how else yeah. to word it. Um, so, being here, and, like, you, in order to live in, like, a small town with closed-minded people, you have to, like, have the mentality of, like, not giving a fuck. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, 
I think now I kind of have the mentality when I come back, I'm not like as, <laughs> Davis, look yourself over there. <laughs> I'm not as sensitive. Um, Greensboro, me and Maddie actually talked about this. It was a culture shock. Um, walking around seeing people like openly gay, walking around mm-hmm. being very flamboyant. It was, it was so much of a culture shock to a point where we were like almost uncomfortable because we didn't grow up with that stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it's like seeing people be 100% their true self made us uncomfortable because we we could never really have been our true self um but i feel like your generation kind of opened those doors a little bit um because you saw in my graduating class um white yeah white preppy rich kids and i mean like your graduating class definitely had a fair share of that as well but you also had some like very interesting indie type folks yeah 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 graduated with i still hang out with some of them and they they give off the same vibes that I've gotten in Greensboro, so um, that's I don't know. It's it's you. I feel like you had the one up being like even with Maddie now. Like she's kind of how do you wear that? How do you yeah? Like, how, do you, how do you do this? And I'm just like with this hair, and she's like, I feel like I couldn't pull it off. And I'm like, uh, no, you can um, just wear flare jeans. Girl. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. I feel like a lot a large like uh, part that also played in that is like the internet like I grew like although we're not like super far apart in age I was growing up more like when like YouTube was getting bigger yeah and so like obviously I was exposed more to the things that I we don't get here at this town like I was exposed to like especially Degrassi Degrassi was such a huge like eye-opener for for everything like that show is amazing it really even like I remember watching it, it also made me a little bit uncomfortable because it's like, but there are things that you should be exposed to. So, like Adam was the first like person I've ever heard of being transgender. Yes, no, I thought that was the weirdest thing ever. Like, sorry, like if that triggers anybody, but <laughs> the thought of like being a transgender. Yeah, and even like me being like openly queer, um, I still. And, like, knowing that kind of internally about myself, I still had, like, this internalized, almost, like, questions about LGBT plus community. Yeah. No, I wouldn't say, like, anti or anything. It no, just yeah, yeah, yeah. the unfamiliar that you didn't know. It's like, am I able to title myself this since I don't know everything about it? Exactly. Yeah. Or even, like, am I uncomfortable because um, just their existence makes me uncomfortable? Or am I uncomfortable because... Um, these people can, like, be out, and I can't. Yeah. So, like, a lot of internalized homophobia, I guess. Yeah. Whatever. Or, like, uh, self-deprecation, deprecation, Uh self-hatred. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Um. Yeah. I don't know. That's, that's, it's kind of weird how, like, we grew up in the same household and in the same town, and we definitely look at it differently. Maddie is a whole fucking coast away she's looking for her extreme like a fine west carolina piece out um and then i'm still here um which brings me to my next um thing that i wanted to talk to you about so um i bought a house (laughs) yeah (laughs) i bought a house when i was 23 um oh fuck dude it almost keeps falling but one thing that i felt like needed to be done in our 20s was getting married Oh, yeah. Because, you know, Maddie. Yeah. <laughs> 24, she's married. Um, my parents got married at 25. Yeah. Um, 
and even me like buying a house like I could I mean I'm not trying to like like brag on myself or anything but like buying a house at 23 is like a big deal yeah and but our parents didn't accomplish that until they were almost 40 so it's like was it really a big deal like it wasn't the norm in our family yeah yeah. I feel like getting married is like kind of the norm now I don't picture myself getting married until I'm like 30 maybe (laughs) yeah no um so I feel like that that was like it wasn't a personal goal for me but I feel like it was kind of a goal that was set for myself yeah that I almost needed to accomplish but I really don't want to and I can't stop trying to think about it but I also feel like part of me is like you should have met a a person by now yeah (laughs) I um I have this like I growing up I don't know it was like kind of drilled into me the the, like origin story of our parents and like how they got (laughs) yeah and how they got like married so young and so I thought this was like what it was like you're supposed and to even you're, their parents too yeah like you're supposed to meet someone and then you're supposed to like immediately like get married and you have to be young while you do it and so like even like recently like this was like a recent thought I just like was controlled by the idea of having to marry someone by a certain age and like being in a relationship and things of that nature like I was in two long-term relationships that were not healthy whatsoever and after I like mean, yeah after like recently breaking up with someone and being single for the first time since i been like 14 for almost a year (laughs) (laughs) like i haven't been i haven't been single since i've been 14 basically um and so like having like after having that and being alone like by myself i've also i've just kind of this is gonna it's kind of a controversial thought but i just don't think love actually exists Oh, no, 100%. Um, me and you just had this conversation in the car, so I'm sorry if this hurts anybody's feelings. To you, it's not that fucking deep. Um, we grew up around chaos, and I have no, no, I've never looked at one relationship, and I was like, that's fucking love. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, guys, but I've never really looked at it. Like, I mean, obviously everyone knows what goes on inside their relationship, so whatever, but I've never, like, been like, I want that yeah I want that yeah and it it's never really been a personal goal of mine but I do remember Maddie growing up she was always like I'm gonna be a mom I'm gonna be a wife and I'm like I'm gonna be a businesswoman (laughs) no I just I don't know it's kind of like a sad thought to be like I'm this I'm this old I've been in two long-term relationships and I don't think that love exists like have Mm -hmm. I actually ever been in love if you have to ask yourself the question have you been in love the answer's probably no and that might hurt somebody's feelings but like yeah, well, you're still really young. Yeah. Um, I entered my first, well, I've only ever really had, like, ah, uh, well, I don't fucking know, dude. Um, <laughs> cry myself to sleep. Anyway, <laughs> um, I left, like, my first real relationship when I was 20. I was about to turn 20. Yeah, so, um, I, when I was entering my 20s, I had nobody. Yeah. Um, and... Then I met someone two years later, and we saw how that turned out. <laughs> <laughs> you go, fucked up. <laughs> but, um, I don't, I don't, I mean, I know that it's a lot of pressure on a lot of people, but I've never really thought, like, hey, like, this is, if this is the deadline, if you can't meet somebody, then you're, you're, you're gonna be Yeah. Pressure. But that's also never really been a, mm, uh, fear of mine. Being alone oh. forever. Mm, I've never can't really relate. <laughs> oh, oh, can't okay. relate. Okay, I no, like my biggest fear for the longest time was like <laughs> Yeah, no, I thought I was going to like die alone. And I think a lot of that comes from like 
a lot of hatred that I had for myself when I was a teenager, or I still am, but like, like a younger teenager, it's like, I absolutely despised myself, so I was like, if nobody else loves me, then like, I'm worth, I'm worth nothing, okay. which is not true exactly. at all. Don't love yourself, no one else can love you. Yeah, no, that's really, like, that. as stupid as that sounds, it's true, like, if you don't love yourself, then how, like, I'll, like, I, it's, I don't really know how to explain it, but it's just like, you put so much value on what other people think of you when you hate yourself. And it's stupid. Yeah. Like, hating, the concept of hating yourself is, like, such an internal battle because it's stupid. Like, Mm -hmm. you have to deal with yourself every single day for the rest of your life. It's stupid to hate yourself. But at the same time, it's like, I don't, like, like how I think. I don't like how I look. Like, how, how am I supposed to like myself? So you just have to, like, I guess, like, what I did was just finding little things that I enjoyed about myself and then focusing, like, really hard on those things Mm -hmm. until it spread to, like, other things. And now I just, what am I talking about? oh yeah so like now it's just like i love myself so much that like the thought of someone else coming in and just like fucking that up yeah makes me like so scared yeah no because especially like it sucks kind of looking at every relationship you enter as in like this is gonna fucking hurt when it ends yeah but like you have to be in a really strong mindset to start a relationship because when they leave are like when it ends if whether you leave or they leave you people have a really good do a really good job at pointing out what's wrong with other people yeah and even in the slightest ways like why, why are you acting like that why do you look like that like bitch this is my fucking face what do you mean why do i look like this humans are just naturally like, critics like the amount of times that i've gotten a comment from one person being like why are you looking at me like that and it's like bro i'm not even looking at you a certain way and now i just i'm like can i, can I mimic this face in the mirror to try to understand like where they're coming from I remember I one time we were having a conversation and then you made a face and you're like i'm so sorry i don't know why i made that face <laughs> but like you have to be in a strong mindset to start a relationship because like once it ends it's kind of over for your mental health yeah um, it either, like, picks you up or it, like, destroys you completely. Yeah. Like, skyscraper. So, if I didn't move out of <laughs> So, my, when my first relationship ended, like, when I started my 20s, um, that was a very easy relationship for me to point out all the amazing things in myself. Like, it was also yeah. one of, like, the lowest points that I have been in. Not to say the, like, Chandler. <laughs> but, um, it, I don't know, that relationship wasn't that the breakup wasn't that bad so um I was able to pick myself up pretty easily and recognize like what I really like about myself which is also a really cool thing like when relationships are like friendships or whatever do end you are able to highlight like well you know what fuck them because I have a great smile I am fun like with like not talking shit or anything but without me what are they gonna fucking do on their Sundays like yeah I no really yeah, I'm an interesting person yeah like it's like I was the spice in your life. Like you are flower. You dress I am... like a white boy. And <laughs> I dress like an indie girl. Like you are flower. I am freaking all Paprika. the literally all the spices combined together. <laughs> um. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Um. I. Well, I mean, I just started college when I was nineteen, and <coughs> excuse Bless me, you. I was living in a dorm when I was twenty. So I mean, we're not that far off. Yeah, I know, but, like, you you still had, like, a normal job, a normal job. You worked at Chipotle. <laughs> and you were, I don't know, um, 
you were like getting ready to move out like going okay so going to like a traditional college and like moving into a dorm is like kind of like a perfect stepping stone that everybody like has and me choosing not to go to college meant that that opportunity of like having that stepping stone got ripped away from me no that transitional um thing was definitely helpful to me um even like I have friends who took like a gap year and they probably didn't have to live on campus because they didn't want to but they felt like they needed to yeah Um, and then that summer between freshman year and sophomore is very defining because you you either have to move back home or immediately get a job yeah not working for a whole year get a job and um start paying rent yeah well I kind of have the experience of like living alone because your parents are over here oh I mean that and also like (laughs) um I dog sit so I am like alone most of the time I have to like cook my own meals to some extent most of the time I come here for food because it's like a 15 minute drive but I do like I have like I have to sleep alone I have to like lock all the doors check everything like things and such for that nature so I do feel like I'm having like that little transition period yeah to some extent because I don't have to pay any bills or anything that's true yeah, that that was definitely, like, right now, I don't have to pay any bills because, you know, I'm doing house hacking and everything, but um, that struggle period was definitely something that I needed. Um, yeah. No one likes to struggle, man. I had to work, like, three jobs um, while we're doing full-time school and a design major, like, studio. Yeah. And I would spend nights at studio, so. Um, the idea of struggling just makes me want to cry. It definitely <laughs> helped me mature. Do you, yeah, do you yeah. feel like you're mature? I, to some extent, Mm -hmm. because, like, again, like, I still feel like I'm, like, young, but I feel like I have a, especially, like, growing up, like, in high school, I felt like I had a more, like, stable, like, outlook on life than most people my age did. Yeah. Because of just the way we grew up and stuff. Mm -hmm. So, I do feel like I'm mature. Yeah, I do feel like I am mature in, like, some areas, but I also feel like, at the end of the day, I'm, I'm, like, I'm still young. Like, everybody's, like, 20, but, like, that's only 20 years of life. Yeah. Like, when you think of, like, your life expectancy is, like, what, like, average on, like, 80 years yeah. old. So, like, 20 years out of 80 isn't a lot. So, technically, I'm, like, still a child. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, like, in the college sense, um, I feel like being, like, college is interesting, though. They be really matching the poor and the rich people together. Like, my roommate, he, um, once when his car broke down, he called AAA. And I was like, that's so funny, because if my car broke down, I would call my dad crying, and he would yell at me, and I probably wouldn't talk to him for three days, because he yelled at me when I was sad. Um, So, that's the only part that I hate about college. It was kind of like FOMO, a lot of FOMO, because I was seeing, like, my friends being able to go out while I was, like, working, like, shifts and all that, and um, so that was really... um, because in high school, um, people didn't really, like, go out like that. Like, you see those high school crazy parties and everything. And I can't relate. Okay. <laughs> it was, it was like that. With my, my, my high school class was a bunch of, like, party animals. <laughs> but, like, my high school class didn't really do all that stuff. So when I got to college, um, it, was, it was definitely, like, an awakening for me. But all the people that were out partying, like, my freshman year, no longer are in college. All yeah. are having to stay an extra year. So, yeah. so I... I mean, kudos to myself for, like, getting through all that shit, but, um, it's, it was definitely hard. I felt like I had to go through that struggle. Um, do you think that you have to go through that struggle to be able to be successful? 
Because mm-hmm. I've always been that type of person where you have to go through the struggle. Like, oh. I've, I've seen our parents struggle our whole life, so, um, I thought, and our dad got a new job, and now they can afford things they could never afford. Mama was, like, dating and blogging for, like, ten years before she even had, like, a stable following, so. Yeah. I always felt like you had to go through that struggle. Do you mean, like, success as in, like, financial success? Um, well, I guess I equate success to financial. financial. Okay. So, maybe, yeah, but, um, do you feel like you have gone through, or even just, like, a degree? Like, I, I had to struggle to get yeah, my degree. Yeah, yeah. Just, like, an outcome that is, um, equate success to you. Like, something important to you. Do you feel like you have to struggle? I don't. To, like, get to a successful point now? Being exposed to a lot of, like, media, especially, like, um, like, YouTube, for example, or, like, Twitch, like, people you 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 can get lucky so like struggling isn't a necessary thing that you have to do but i think that it's majority of people do struggle so if i do end up struggling and like that makes me successful then so be it but if i do like if i ever got lucky in something then i don't think that my success is any less earned if that makes sense so like i always get those must be nice comments and i'm like must be nice to what to wonder (laughs) where my next meal is coming from (laughs) for like half my childhood (laughs) (laughs) yeah so it's it's just like so like it doesn't matter how you get there as long as you get there and you're happy with how you got there then I think that that's yeah I talk about that a lot you really don't have to explain who I am as long as you're okay with your life then you're okay yeah. with your life um but we are gonna wrap up so do you have anything else you want to add before we end this episode um, I think we hit on everything okay um any any encouraging words to my audience that who are probably already playing. Yeah. Just I think all of them are already playing. I don't know. I feel like some people <laughs> some people might still care a lot about what they think. And I think that's like the biggest hurdle that everybody has to get over is just like stop caring. Stop giving a fuck, guys. And like life is too short to be hanging around people who make you sad. To be hanging around people who make you feel bad about yourself or about what you think or about what how you act or how you dress. Like life is too short to let other people bring you down. So yes. I, it's really hard to learn how to stop caring, mm-hmm. but once you do it, your life is, like, ten times better. You are, like, s- life Life is just easier. <laughs> so, yeah, that's the only thing I could just success. tell people. Just stop stop giving a fuck. Stop caring, guys. Yeah. Stop fucking caring. <laughs> All right, as usual, you can follow me on Instagram at Nikita underscore. I added my link tree where you can find my design page if you want to, um... Follow my designs, you can. If you want a design, please hit me up. I love doing designs. Um, I also have some resources for COVID, Black Lives Matter, and LGBTQ+, so please take advantage of those. I have the link to my podcast, but if you're listening to it right now, you know where to find it. Also, follow me on Twitter. Just kidding. Don't follow me on Twitter. I reactivated my account because I was scared it was going to be deleted forever, but I still expose myself too much on there. So if you find my at, do not hit the follow button. I will block you immediately. Um, as always, have a great fucking weekend, have a great fucking week, it's the beginning of March, guys! Um, and yeah, so, that's this week's episode, I hope everyone enjoyed it, um, I'll see you guys next week, bye! Bye!